Hello, everybody. I'm Pastor Iron Petra, and welcome to another edition of the One Word Podcast. And I'm so thankful that you have chosen to take the time out of your busy Friday to join me for kind of a midday, uh, midday Friday <laughs> Bible study. So wherever this finds you, whether you're on your lunch break, whether you're in your car, riding, driving, uh, whether you're at home, or maybe you're, maybe you're at home, maybe you're off today, maybe you're one of the blessed ones to not be working on Friday, and, uh, and you're joining me uh, for this Bible study, I pray that this time in the Word of God is going to be edifying, it's going to be strengthening to your faith, and it's going to take you from glory to glory and from grace to grace by the Spirit of the living God. I believe that what we have to share here today is truly, truly going to bless your life. And I want to say this to all of our church family that are watching this. Uh, go ahead and share this podcast with your family, your friends, people you believe could stand to be blessed by hearing the Word of God. And we thank you for joining us as well. Always good to know and, and hear from our church family as they're listening to these podcasts and they're talking about them and sharing them with their family and their friends as well. So without any further ado, let's jump right into this because I want to make the best use of your time and mine. Uh, we've been talking about knowing your assignment. Uh, you'll see that title in the description uh, below. Uh, wherever you're watching this. And um, I believe that one of the most important lessons, one of the most important things you could know in life is understanding that you're here by divine purpose. I mean, that God has a plan for your life. And we established on the last podcast, and if you haven't listened to it, it would be good to go back and listen to that last podcast because it kind of catches you up with what we're going to move forward into today without having to retread that, that uh, same territory. Um, but it talks about, we, we set this precedent where we discovered that man has a predetermined path, that God predetermines us. As we saw in Jeremiah chapter 1, we saw it also in the life of the Apostle Paul, that before they were formed in their mother's womb, God had a plan for their life. And child of God, I want to encourage you that God has a plan for your life as well, that no matter how you feel, no matter what the circumstances were surrounding your arrival to this planet, no matter how negative those were or how dark those were, you have a purpose. You're not here by accident. You're not an accident. God has a specific plan for you, and I'm telling you, it unlocks all the joy and the fulfillment that life can, can offer when we discover what it is God has planned for our lives. And so we were talking about the assignment. We were talking about pre being predetermined. We were also talking about the gifts and the callings of God, that we know God endows us with gifts and abilities for the calling and for the assignment he has for our lives. And so we were talking about those things on the last podcast. I want to move forward into something that I think is a very, um, it's an important part of, of destiny and purpose and God's plan and assignment for our lives to kind, to, to kind of, um, I, I don't know, I guess to research, to really, to, to really delve into. Because as I said in the first podcast, this is one of those subjects that you can't just microwave your understanding about. You have to really take some time to really meditate upon what the Word of God tells you about it, to really research it and read it and look at the evidence that the Scripture provides for us when it comes to purpose. Because a lot of times we can teach purpose from a very postmodern, kind of commercialized uh, perspective. Uh, it's almost like whatever makes you rich is your purpose, and, and nothing could be further from the truth. You can become extremely wealthy. You can become extremely well-known. You can become... 
You can become a superstar in the world and be 10 million miles outside of God's plan for your life. And so you don't, you don't seek God and search for his assignment for your life, for any type of material gain or personal aggrandizement. You know, no, this is all about the advancement of his kingdom. This is all about the glorifying of his name. This is all about the spreading of his fame throughout the world. And uh, it's, it's in, in, in simple, it's what Paul said in Galatians chapter 1, to reveal the Son, right? And so we want to reveal him in all that we do. And God has an assignment for your life that will cause that to happen. And I'm telling you, this is exciting. So I want to take us to three verses of Scripture today that I think are going to highlight uh, what we're going to jump into very quickly and unpack. And they're found in Acts chapter 20. First one is Acts 20 and 24. Now, this is the, uh, I believe this is the Apostle Paul speaking in the book of Acts. And uh, he's going to use a phrase that we're going to see in three different places that explain why I titled this the way I titled it and why, what we're going to talk about. It says in Acts 20, 24, but none of these things move me. So Paul was going through some, some contradiction, going through some circumstances and some issues, but he says, none of these things move me, neither count I my life dear unto myself, so that I might finish my course with joy and the ministry which I have received of the Lord Jesus to testify the gospel of the grace of God. Now, I want you to underline or underscore or commit to memory wherever you are, in whatever way, that phrase, finish my course. Notice he says, so that I might finish my course. He says, none of this stuff that's coming against me moves me. <laughs> I'm not going to be moved by it. I'm not going to be deterred by it. I'm not going to be burdened by it. I'm not going to be worried about it. It's not going to move me, and neither do I count my life dear unto myself. Uh, I, I've given my, my life up. One other place in the book of Acts says that the apostles, uh, it, it, it described them as men who had, who had um, hazarded their lives <laughs> for the gospel. In other words, they, they did not care anymore about themselves. They were all about the assignment or the course that God had for them. And so we see here Paul saying the same thing. He says, I've forgotten all about myself, and I put myself second, and I don't count my life dear so that I might finish my course with joy. Man, I'm telling you, that's what we want. We want to finish our course with joy. Now, let's look at one other place here, and this is uh, talking about John. It's in Acts 13 and 25, so we're going to go backwards in, in Acts. And it says, and as John fulfilled his course, this is speaking of John the Baptist, he said, whom think ye that I am? I am not he, but behold, there cometh one after me whose shoes of his feet I am not worthy to loose. So this is Luke, who is the writer of the book of Acts, writing about the ministry or the course of John the Baptist. And he says this, that as John fulfilled his course, he said, whom think ye that I am? I am not he, speaking that he was the forerunner for Jesus. And we know that John the Baptist goes on to say, when Jesus comes on the scene, I must decrease and he must, speaking of Jesus, increase. And I want you to remember that because that's going to come up a, a little later and be important to this, this study today. And so we see here in two places this phrase, course, my course, his course. So let's look at one other place here uh, in 2 Timothy chapter 4. Let's confirm everything and ground everything in, 
in the mouth of three witnesses. And this is the Apostle Paul talking to Timothy, his son in the ministry. Second Timothy chapter four, verse number seven, he says, I have fought a good fight. I have finished my course. I have kept the faith. And man, in the verse ahead of that, I love it because he he goes on to say that I am now ready to be offered. (laughs) He said, the time of my departure is at hand. This this man had come to the end of his course. And he said, I'm now ready to be offered. I'm now ready for the time of my departure. And I love it when you study these words in the Greek and you begin to see the imagery and the pictures that the Greek produces from the words that were used when Paul was writing to Timothy because it talks about how that word departure is like, is like, a, it's like a boat being uh, moored to a dock, right? And someone begins to take the rope that's tied to the dock, and they unloosen the rope so that the ship can be pushed out to sea, right? And so when Paul is talking about my time of departure is at hand, he's saying it's time for me to untie myself <laughs> from this course and from this assignment. I am now ready. And, and, and it produces such powerful imagery in your mind when you read that because you see that the thing that really ties us here is our assignment. And I want you to let that sink in. The thing that ties us into this this space of grace, this dispensation of grace, this thing that's keeping us tied if we're obedient to God is our assignment. And as long as we have an assignment to fulfill, as long as we have a course to run, we are secured here. But here the Apostle Paul talks about how he had finished his course, he had finished everything he was supposed to do, and he was now ready to unloosen himself and go into his eternal reward. Man, I'm telling you, that's a, <laughs> that is so awesome and exciting to hear that and, and to see those pictures emerge from the Greek language in your mind because they do so much for your faith, man, I'm telling you. But now let's look at this phrase, my course, because very uh, few people understand that their life has a course. Your life has a course. My life has a course. And um, when we're living out God's divine assignment for our lives, it's not an event. I'm going to say that again. It's not an event. God's assignment for your life is not something that that, um, something just happens and something good happened. No, you're on a course. You're running a course. You're running a race. You're running something that God has predetermined, set out for you, carved out for you to walk out in the earth. And it's important that like John the Baptist, it's important that like the Apostle Paul, we understand our course. Because so much of the time, we can get ourselves bogged down in comparison because we don't understand our course. We're sitting up comparing ourselves to this one, comparing ourselves to that one, or worrying about where we are and what we have and what we're doing, and I'm not doing enough, and I don't have enough. And and we're, we're all caught up in our heads over so many frivolous and unimportant things because you have a course, and on your course... God may take you in a way and in a pattern that is completely incongruent with others. So this is why you can't get bogged down in comparison, because your course is unique. And one day, 
I was sitting out and the Holy Spirit really ministered this, this word to me in a very practical manner. One day when I was sitting out uh, picking up my kids from school, and it's, he, sometimes the Holy Spirit, he's so amazing. He sometimes takes the most mundane, simple things to teach you very profound truths. And uh, I was sitting um, in the parking lot waiting on my son to get out of school. And, um, to, and as I'm sitting there waiting, I noticed that all of the buses are lined up to take the bus riding kids on their, on their way to their, their home. And so when you're picking your child up at the particular school uh, Caleb attends, you have to wait for the buses to clear before we then pick up our children uh, as, as a car rider. So I'm sitting there waiting, and the buses are there lined up, and then all of the buses, the children get on the bus, and the buses take off. And all these buses take off in the same direction, but when they get up to the turn, they turn in different directions. And they start going on their particular route, or in this case, their particular course. And as, as they're leaving, the Holy Spirit, man, I'm telling you, he whispers to my spirit and whispers to my heart, notice that every bus driver has a predetermined course. And of course, these verses of Scripture are verses that I'm, I know and I'm, I'm meditating on, and, and uh, the Holy Spirit is ministering to me out of this. And he says they all have a predetermined course. Bus one has a course, bus two has a course, three, and et cetera, et cetera. And he said, notice the courses are predetermined, but the drivers are not. And I want to say that again. The courses are predetermined, but the drivers are not. Um, somebody can be sick one day. That happens to be the bus driver at a school, and they'll find a substitute, a stand-in, and he'll drive the bus for him. But now, even though he's a new driver, he's going to drive the same predetermined course as the original driver. There is no new course for him. He's just filling in to drive the same course. And God Almighty ordains courses. God Almighty ordains and predetermines courses for us to run. Then he invites us or he calls us to run that course. But if we refuse and we get the idea that, oh, I don't like that course, that course ain't for me. I want to do something else. I want to do something else with my life. I want to go into the world because the world, I could be famous. I could be rich. I could be this. I could be that. And we decide that we don't want to run the course God has for us. We have to understand we are not the only Johnny God has. <laughs> he will find somebody else to run that same course. And the child of God, I'm telling you, there are a lot of people there are a lot of people who have the idea, oh, whatever God has for me is for me. And they have the idea, and it's true, but they have this idea that that means they can kind of sit around and just kind of be disobedient and kind of wait because whatever he has for me, it is for me. And he's, no, 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 child of God. You have a course. He's invited you to run a course just like John, just like Paul, just like Peter, just like James, just like everybody else. You have a course he's invited you to run, and you have to run it. And if you so decide, if you so determine that you're not going to run that course, the Father will find someone else to run his predetermined course. The courses are destined. The drivers, not so much. 
<laughs> so we have to make sure we're humble. And we have to make sure that we're obedient to God's voice and God's leading and God's call for our lives to run the course he has for us. And child of God, can I tell you, your course is blessed. Can I tell you, your course is full of God's blessing and prosperity and grace and ability and fulfillment and empowerment to be effective. See, that's where your power is. That's where your effectiveness is. It's on your course. But now, this is why we have to watch it, because on any course, there are things that take place incrementally. You know, when a kid jumps on the bus with the driver and he starts driving down uh, the course that he's on to take the kid home, that kid doesn't get anxious when he sees other kids getting off the bus because he knows his stop is along the course, right? And when we're running our course in God, there are incremental things that take place in our lives. He leads us grace upon grace, faith upon faith, line upon line, here a little, there a little. A lot of times people get frustrated because they look at their life and they say, I'm obeying God, I'm doing what God told me to do, but it seems like not much is happening. And I'm looking over here at person A, and I'm looking over here at person B, and it seems like they're much further down the road. Can I tell you something, child of God? They are but it's their road. <laughs> it's their road. That's why it looks like they're further down the road. You're comparing two different courses. You're, if, if, if all parties are being obedient, you're comparing two different courses, and God is leading you down your course at your pace the way he has for you. So you've got to learn to relax and be humble and be okay with the way the Father is taking you. Because your course is unique. Your way is unique. There are lessons to be learned on your course. There is faith to be developed on your course. There are people that are integral to your course, that God has to bring on to your course and cause you to meet and cause you to connect with. And he's working all these things after the counsel of his own will. And if you're faithful to stay on the course and do as Paul said, finish the course, you will find out that everything you ever desired, everything you've ever wanted, everything you've ever needed was on that course. Man, this excites me. Um, I was looking in the book of Acts. And I noticed something in the book of Acts that was very, very powerful. When it talks about the children of Israel coming out of Egyptian bondage, it says in Exodus that he led them by a way uh, where they wouldn't see war. And he led them by the way of the wilderness, right? Uh, though the way of the Philistines was closer. Because he knew if they saw the Philistines and had to deal with the, the, the Philistines, then they would have repented, and turned around and went back. We know the children of Israel had a very fragile constitution. They were not ready for war. They were not ready for confrontation. So he took them by a way in which not only could they avoid confrontation, but he took them by a way in which they could learn him. See, they didn't know him. They could learn that they could live by every word that proceeded out of the mouth of the Almighty God. So the Almighty God took Israel by a course, if you would, that they could learn faith. 
They could learn trust. They could learn obedience. They could learn they could depend on him. They could learn about a pillar of cloud by day, fire by night. They could learn manna. They could learn quail. They could learn that he would heal them. He would deliver them. They could learn he would provide for them. And so he takes them by a course to give them a crash course in who he is. And child of God, I'm telling you, your course, your course of purpose, God has included a lesson in learning him. I'm telling you, child of God, there are things that you're not going to know if you don't stay obedient to the course. There are lessons about the father you're going to miss. <laughs> there are lessons about his power you're not going to experience. There, there are things about his grace you're not going to know if you don't stay the course. Don't jump off the course because your, your, your course is not going through the scenic route. <laughs> you know, your course is going through a very dry and very barren place. And you're like, oh, I don't like this. I don't like it right now. I don't like what's going on. But you know you're obeying God, but you don't like it. Child, stay on that course. Because he's going to teach you things on that course that are invaluable for you to fulfill the assignment he has on your life. And child of God, you're going to look up one day. If you stay faithful to the course, you're going to look up one day and you're going to see all of the fruit all of the reasons why you couldn't quit, all of the reasons why you had to stay on that path that he has for you. And that path may take some turns, but those twists, those turns are not uh, to frighten you. Those twists and turns are to cause you to avoid things that Satan would try to put in your path because God's faithful. He's a good shepherd. He leads beside still waters. He's a good shepherd. He makes you lie down in green pastures. He's not leading you into temptation. He's not leading you into failure. He's trying to lead you down a course that has your best interest at heart and that protects you and keeps you and causes you to learn who he is. Oh, man, I'm telling you, this excites me so much. And I pray that this excites you because... So many people don't understand this, and this is what makes so many people quit, so many people give up, so many people get discouraged because they don't understand that your purpose is on a course. It's not an event. It's not a one-time thing. It's not something that's just going to blow up. It's not just going viral. No, your purpose from God is a course that we have to run. And child of God, I want you to make the same determination that I have made. I want the testimony of the Apostle Paul. I want to be able to say, I have finished my course. I've kept the faith. I've done what I was supposed to do. And so on this particular podcast, that's all I wanted to introduce today. Just for you to understand you're on a course. You're running a race. Everything's not going to show up right now. In the first leg, the first few miles, you may not be seeing much. But child of God, stay encouraged, be encouraged to stay on the course God has set out for you. Because the course is predestined. The course is predetermined. And if you will stay faithful to the invitation that he has issued to you to run that course, you're going to see the full weight of God's blessing on your life.
God bless you. Thank you guys for joining me today once again to all of my church family. And like I said, share this with one another. Let somebody know that they need to hear this, that, that you know. Maybe I should say it a different way. Let someone know that you think needs to hear this, hear this message, because so many people are discouraged. So many people are dealing with frustration and comparison, all kinds of things that are keeping them bogged down instead of embracing the course that God has for them. And I've tried to show you from the Word of God that you have a course. So embrace it, walk in it, love it, because God's best is yet to come in your life. Until next time, I love you, God loves you, and be blessed. (laughs) 